big news. You can edit this into the episode if anyone feels like it. Um, new expansion for D&D came out. Um, clowns now exist as a separate race. Good. Um, and also <laughs> Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri is canon in D&D. Yes, it's the wow. class, right? Yes, it is the class. It is a food uh, a food-based class. Um, and the picture they have is is a very, is a stylized Guy Fieri, a stylized yet un, un, uh, unmistakably uh, unmistakable rendition of Guy Fieri. Nice. So, if you felt like playing a clown Guy Fieri, uh, now's your time. <laughs> so you know the ICP. Y- yes, actually, yes. I think they're called clowns or something. Clowns. Clowns. That just sounds only- like a Scottish person saying clown. All right. Cam, you should you should open up the podcast by going, "Hey YouTube, welcome back to our channel." I think that would be funny. Hey YouTube, I would like to... continue. Hey YouTube. Yes. You do it. You do it. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Raiden? Oh, I was gonna say I just wanted to say thank you to all the listeners and uh, make sure to like and subscribe and hit that bell not- that bell notification so that you can uh, make sure to keep up on the most recent. Updates to it. <laughs> so you can keep up on the, uh... What's up, YouTube? It's me, your boy! Your second player, Ryan, and his, uh, his metal cast buddies. Welcome back to our channel. Today we will be doing a walkthrough of Dungeons the Dragon. For all our European listeners out there, hello, YouTube! Uh... <laughs> Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be fucked up if you said hello YouTube and YouTube said hello back? <laughs> Welcome to the Maddocast. Welcome to the Maddocast. We'd like to applaud Raiden for his new role as a writer on the Black Mirror. Yep. <laughs> oh, you guys, uh, you guys see these wavy lines? I think it's a separate universe. Oh, Days shit, is watching man. us from the other side. What if your mom ran on batteries? <laughs> <laughs> I put me brain into a ghost. Now the ghost is a robot. As always, I'm your game master, Cameron. I'm your first player, Raiden. I'm your second player, Ryan. I am your third player, Quinn. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that so, so much. Quinn's been cuffed out of the number two. <laughs> I mean, realistically, you could just jump in before Ryan and take it back. It's called countercucking. Okay, well, now you say that. What this didn't this didn't appear to you? Appear? I'm stupid, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, countercucking. Ah, oh, that's my favorite game from Valve. We're <laughs> having a countercucking a uh, tournament over at uh, school this week. Actually, countercuck global offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, globally offensive. <laughs> They actually are having a CSGO tournament at my school. Mm, you ever want to step into it's a room? A, you ever want to step into a room and not be able to smell anything that's not BO? Well, we have we have a CSGO club, and we also have a, a league club, so they're actually having a um, CSGO and League of Legends uh, biathlon. tournament. Biathlon. <laughs> biathlon, yeah, no, some sort of <laughs> tournament thing, yeah. That's what happens when you go to technical college. And also, it's filled with nerds. Except for the one fucking program I'm in, I guess, where everyone's a normie. <laughs> re. God, why do we have to keep using that term? Because it's correct. It's the politically correct term. It's the, okay, but what else? What other term would you possibly use to describe someone who isn't just always super into, like, 
RPGs and anime and video games, like at all times. Lessers. Like people with different. People who are wrong. People who are diff with the different normies just make normies is Why such like an elitist. People are getting like this elitist. Oh, I, I am not a normie. I'm not a normie. And there's down like with normies, this fucking top five percent. I'm special bus. because I like RPGs. Fucking bullshit. I like I anime. Like, I like RPGs. So I'm fucking special. Look at everyone else. I'm, it's a fucking normie. My god, you're mad about this. But I like the fact that it's like, it's bad to be the one considered normal. <laughs> normie is literally just normie is getting... literally just calling somebody, ah, you're like a normal average human person. Meanwhile, I am a freak. <laughs> that's absolutely not the connotation behind it. Really? Because that's all I was getting. Yeah, no, that's entirely what I was thinking. Ryan, I thought I was the one between it's the four of us that's supposed to get... wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's an army. I thought Point I was the one who was supposed to get mad about nothing. <laughs> in what context are people ever pointing and laughing at anyone but the guy saying, yeah, point and laugh at the normie. Wait. Dude, you'd be fucking This surprised. goes the other way around, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Ryan, you're the last person who should be saying this. You work with a bunch of almost exclusively normies. Well, repu- like, conservative normies. Those aren't normies. Those are just racists. <laughs> Unfortunately, welcome to Southern Alberta. That's the norm. The re the normie. So, can anyone yep. tell me what happened last time in the podcast? Uh, we um, introduced our characters and beat up Dick Starspeed. Yep, I got out of prison. Um, we Ryan's a rabbit who has some real issues uh, with like his father. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't really have any issues with his father. He doesn't know any better. Yeah, that's true. And there apparently a has a very large family. Mm-hmm. Well, well, he's a rabbit. With many stories. But he hasn't actually met any of his family, except for his mom and his dad and his uncle. Who both, frankly, were not impressed. <laughs> Ryan's family, sorry, uh, Doc's family's a disaster. Now he gets now he gets a mom and a parent. We get someone that gives two shits about him and doesn't keep him locked up in the same 15 by 15 room. What the fuck? I did that in prison architect for, like, to be a bad person. Jesus. <laughs> That's your metric of a bad person. Did I do it in prison architect? <laughs> yes. Look, yeah. and look, Quinn watched me make a solid row of about 31 by 1, st- uh, what were they called? Solitary rooms where with no bathrooms and no light. I mean, all you really need for a cell is a toilet, so why not just make it, like, big enough for a toilet? No, based off of the rules of the game, a, a cell requires one bed and a toilet and to be two by three. Based Solitary, on the rules however, of the game, human beings require somewhere to shit and sleep. I mean, really, Por- though, what is a toilet but a porcelain bed? No. <laughs> <laughs> Say, honestly, honestly, I have slept on a toilet before. See, I've slept in a bathtub, and let me tell you, bathtubs are surprisingly comfy. Everyone's, I have passed, slept out in a bathtub. Everyone's passed out over a toilet before. I passed out on the toilet, because I was just very exhausted. Yeah, That was a really intense shit. I mean, right. it, it is Quinn we're talking about, so yeah, probably. <laughs> yes, it was, in fact. It was in horribly intense. It was most likely, like, my twelfth shit of the night, so I just figured, fuck it. Oh, this was when your colitis the- was first kicking in? Yeah, this was my peak. Peak colitis hours. I guess this is just where I live now. <laughs> the peak traffic. 
Real kaleidosaurus. <laughs> smash that motherfucking like. <laughs> smash I... that motherfucking toilet uh, toilet flush. Yep. That was my life for a very long time, and it's very funny to think about. <laughs> In hindsight, yes. <laughs> hindsight. No. Oh no, it's no, it's funny. It was funny at the time too. I we cracked jokes about it all the fucking time. Now you're at relatively point, normal. At one point, I had to very, very stealthily, um, well, not stealthily, but mostly just out of fear because we had people painting our entire house. But meanwhile, I was having like horrible, horrible. You were doing issues. your own painting. Of yes, the and I also I also needed to collect a fecal sample and like bring it downstairs and shit like that. Oh shit! That I had to <laughs> I had to do while these painters were in my house. Hey, what you and got there, a- kid? Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I promise uh, it's know. not a fetish, please. Oh, you know, it's just uh, it's just my shit in a small little bottle. <laughs> Gross. Yep. Anyway. My fecal samples sound like they're a lot harder to get a hold of than like than urine samples. They're not. They're really not. You just tape a half a pie tin to the back of the toilet and you're good. Oh god, ew. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, Cameron's uncomfortable. Let's begin the session. <laughs> Welcome to the Madocast. <laughs> All right. So we open our scene with Iklon in her pool in her room, meditating or sleeping, whichever you choose. Really, what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Realistically, there's very little difference. And but, you know, she can sleep sitting still, unlike those inferior sharks. <laughs> Is Iklom just super racist against sharks? Yes. Those fucking sharks. Those fucking sharks. That's unfortunate. Sharks are cooler than Iklom, but keep going. <laughs> oh! Ooh. Ooh. Bold of you to say that when your parents didn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant. (laughs) So, as you are there, you begin dreaming of a vast cosmic emptiness. My future. Sorry. Can I GM, Ryan? You can GM. Am I allowed to GM? Yes, you are allowed to GM. (laughs) I will try and refrain from jokes. (laughs) A vast cosmic emptiness. From this emptiness, you see a light. A light that spreads across the galaxy, staking its claim and enforcing its will. But also in this emptiness exists another force. Something dark from the very deepest depths. The waters of the Great Wheel. And then... You wake up, and when you wake up, you find something very peculiar attached to your back. It's the rabbit. (laughs) Uh, You told me you wouldn't want to play cards. We haven't played them yet, and uh, (laughs) I I brought them over, and uh, you got a nice little set of uh, tables up top here that I just found. They look like they just sprouted. Um, I'm not sure how you're going to reach it. But I'm sure we can make it work. Not only do you uh, have Bakum the Cloud on your back, you also have a set of wings. I yes. was gonna, I was gonna find some very, very poetic way to describe them, but I didn't think of one in time. So I'm just going <laughs> with wings. I'm assuming they're not like angelic wings, but more like kind of bat mm. wings that are kind of like fleshy. And- they're more, they're less like bat wings and more like sinew and. Um, 
like a sinewy lattice. Ah, yes, of course. A sinewy lattice. I know what that is. Well, yeah, that's a pretty good description, actually. I need to know what a lattice is. It's a crosswork of lines. Oh. You know, like a lattice fence. Shit. Like those, it's like, Am like I the only one here who doesn't know what a lattice is? Apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll something, it's some, it's something we we'll get. We'll find out. We keep that in the vegetable cooler, don't we? <laughs> oh fuck, Cam died. Okay. We make one joke about vegetables and that's it for Cam. <laughs> Look, that just hit me harder than I expected. And also, it's late. <laughs> it's it's not even nine o'clock. It's late, it's eight, it's nine o'clock, yeah. Stop judging me. Hey, I'm in bed normally by nine. Speaking of in bed... What is Iklong's what? reaction to this? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's just one, it's one more thing. She's fine with it. It's th- this may as well happen. No, she she's fine with it. She uh, these are some these are a gift, obviously. But from whom? But from whom? I can tell you I didn't do it. I can assume you did not gift me wings. Did you have... I I, I saw on the telly once, uh, what was it, something about uh, Red Bulls? They gave you wings, did you have any of that? I didn't... I have not consumed a Red Bull, no. Hmm. But well, I'm out of ideas. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Are they cherry flavored? I don't get it. They're not cherry flavored. They're just they're called Red Bull, and they are the color of piss. There's probably a cherry flavored Red Bull out there. There's probably a cherry flavored Red Bull, but the original flavor wasn't cherry for some reason. It was piss. It was. It wasn't good. I'm not gonna. I've drank a Red Bull once, and it tasted fucking terrible. Uh, but drink? that. Does, but at the same time, we're big supporters of Red Bull. Please, Red Bull sponsor us. We don't do enough hardcore shit to get sponsored by Red Bull. We don't do extreme sports. This is our new podcast where we do extreme sports, but in an audio fashion. Yeah, I'm doing this whole recording on a fucking unicycle, my guy. Look at me go. Well, I mean, they sent the they sent the guys at uh, Castle Superbeast an entire flat of Red Bull completely unprompted, so I'm hoping that we can get shit like that. What are we going to do with a flat of Red Bull, Cameron? Well, not drink it, but... Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Cam, I don't know about you, but I think we have uh, very much just shot ourselves in the foot in terms of a say, Red Bull sponsorship. I was going to say, that didn't seal the fucking deal right there. <laughs> well, God knows we're not going to drink it. Jesus. Well, would you? What are we? Animals? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Coke? Well, hey, Coca-Cola? Uh... Hey, Coca-Cola, you should send us some more of that vanilla Coke. Oh, please, God. Send, it, send some up to your neighbors up north for fuck's sakes. See, I just, I, I just want like. <laughs> oh God, sorry. I'll take food. I'll take anything. Please. I'll take food. <laughs> Please, Red Bull. If you send me stuff, I'm just gonna sell it. But you know. <laughs> Speaking of selling stuff, I didn't really have anything for that. Let's continue with the. Uh, what if? What are Iklong and Doc doing? I'm trying to. Well, coax. I suppose. Sorry. I'm trying to coax Iklong into playing cards because she said she would. Yeah, I was going to say, I suppose I owe him a game of cards because I said I would. <laughs> Eklom does not know how to play cards. The cards do not fit in her hands. Same. 
actually. Same situation. No, so you guys are going to play cards. Are you going to do it in the room where you guys are? Or are you going to find a other place? Uh, I don't know. There's probably... He's close enough to the ground. Which I'm, uh, he could probably sit on the you know pool side. Sure. That's actually the we best possible there. way to do it, I guess. Yes. Sit on the pool side and uh, bring somebody over. You probably have a worshipper that knows how to play cards. Oh, definitely. There's at least one. All of the people on the ship are worshippers, and they're the ones who taught you how to play cards. I'll get them to explain it to me again while we play. All right. Um, I have a quick question. How do they feel about playing cards with their deity? I was just going to say, they feel very nervous. What game are you playing? What are you playing? Are you playing poker? Are you playing go fish? We're playing cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when you would play Pokemon uh, as a kid when you had no concept of how to play it. So you just made up rules? You just made up rules and just kind of set your uh, Pokemon out? Well, they teach you guys how to play blackjack because that's a very easy game. Fair enough. That's fair. But yes, uh, one particularly brave one is the one who goes about teaching you that. Cool. Cool. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, you see, all you gotta do is you gotta make these numbers equal 21. We don't actually have to go through the whole process. <laughs> the playing cards was just decided. Oh, no, 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 I know that, I know okay. that. But All then right. he says, wait, you you know how to count, don't you? Yes, sir. I do not. Sweat profusely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, this is going to be difficult. So, not only is this a lesson on playing blackjack, it is also a math lesson. Again, this is a very particularly brave one, because most of the other ones are not at all willing to try to tell you what to do whatsoever. Let alone teach me how to count. Yes. Oh, Iklan probably knows how to count. Uh, meanwhile... No, she doesn't. <laughs> well, never mind then. Meanwhile, the fool... What's the fool up to? Um, the fool... Making any new mannequins? Something I mean... Oh, probably. They're probably just, like, hanging out in their room and, I don't know, doing stuff. They're probably, I'm, I'm going to say probably they're taking the clown on a walk right now. Ah. <laughs> the clown needs to be walked at least, like, twice daily. And to be honest, Baskerville, I don't think kept up with it uh, during my time in stasis. So, mean. I tried my best, Master, but uh, Starsfeed thought it was creepy, so I kind of had to do it while he wasn't looking. Baskerville, what were the few things that I told you before I went into stasis? Walk the clown. Walk the clown. Feed the clown his essential diet, because he has some special issues that you know about, and he needs his special diet. Isn't he a familiar? Yes. Familiars are like, okay, sorry, go ahead, keep going. He eats clown food. (laughs) It's a bunch of very small whipped cream pies. I was just going to say, definitely not pellets. I was going to say the souls of the damned. That seems like something nope. clowns would consume. Well, the... I I, I, I really did try, but uh, again, you, I was only able to feed so many whipped cream pies before people started getting suspicious. I'm, I'm very sorry, Master. 
Apologies will do you no good. Apologies will not remove the chub from the clown's sweet belly. But he is alive and I suppose that is enough. Baskerville, how are we on our course to planet we are going to? Ah, yes. Good old-fashioned planet we are going to. Uh, yes. So we're uh, we're almost on the way there, Master. Uh, what does that mean? Can, I, I can mean, you quantify that for me in a way that is like days? I was going to get... I mean, what I meant to say is in a couple of hours we should be arriving on point. So I think we should uh, gather the rest of the crew and think of a plan of attack. That is a very good idea. Oh, thank you, Master. You are welcome. Next time, just say we are, like, a couple hours away first. It's just easier. Please say the simplest things first. I don't have this much time to listen to people. Got this much time to talk that slow, though. Yes, Master. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go find the others, and uh, I'm going to start walking the clown, who is on, like, one of those little baby leashes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's on like a toddler leash that has like a little monkey like a face monkey. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he just waddles in front of me. I love the clown so fucking much. Yeah, it's the best <laughs> character we've ever had. Um, yeah, I'm gonna walk the clown down to Iklom's pool. All right. Uh, as you reach the iron door that uh, is Iklom's room, Baskerville says. Oh, uh, the clown, would you like to knock knock on the door again? To uh, which the, the clown, clown absolutely does. Yes, I was going to say, the clown, like, puts puts its arms up in the air. Like yeah. a baby wanting to be carried. I pick it up and hold and uh, hold the clown up to the door. Kind of like, uh, taps on the door with his little porcelain fist. As it taps, Baskerville again kicks the bottom of the door to make a noise. Mm-hmm. Interrupting, uh... Icloms and Doc's game? Well, I guess does it interrupt? That's the question. It's been going, it's probably been going on for quite a fucking while. Or rather, you can hear it during your game. This poor follower has to teach two idiots how to how, how to, to play, yeah, how to count and how to play blackjack. So, as the uh, Baskerville then, after waiting a little, just says, oh, I- I'll just get the door. And then uh, tap some buttons on the side console. The door opens, to which you see uh, Doc just, uh, you know, Doc and Iklom are. They're trying their best. Are they actually? Oh well, yeah, they're trying. But uh, <laughs> Doc is going to keep like Doc's going to nod and say, "Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand. I get it." And then he's going to totally not get it. <laughs> uh, Iklom does not stop saying, "Hit me." meanwhile the follower there is just fucking pulling their hair out like i i don't get what's so hard okay let's start start from the top one plus one is i get it i get it i get it chase two it is two very good (laughs) and then uh he looks up at the fool and Baskerville and says, "Oh, thank God! Oh, uh, hey, I'm... looks like they're here for you. Uh, you should go pay attention to them." No, no, no! Don't let us interrupt. Well, we are just kind of wrapping up anyway. I think uh, I think Iklam won this one. 
I have reached the highest number. <laughs> and what's that? Beyond 21. <laughs> I see. That's he, a really high he number. He has told me. He has told me that it was past 21. No, I said if you go past 21. Ugh, whatever. I reached the higher number. You know that that means you win, Iqlom. And traditionally, that means he owes you money. I have no use for money. But Iqlom, don't you want what is owed you? Um, She's going to kind of look at the guy and look back at the fool and look back at him. Do you owe me money? He kind of, he gives a very deep sigh. It's a sigh that lasts, like, a couple of seconds. Thank you for demonstrating, right? He reaches Ryan in- is the master of sighing. He reaches into his pocket, he pulls out some bills and just kind of puts them there and says, yeah, sure, whatever. And walks away. Disperse this among the crew. It is a gift. <laughs> it's like 20 bucks. <laughs> you have over a thousand crew. Everybody gets a nickel. Mm-hmm. Did I do that math right? No. Yeah. Did you? I don't know. Okay. Mine's the math person here. Okay, Apparently well, you said, okay, so there's 20 nickels in a dollar. There's $20. Okay, that, that, this no. is not a math cast. Let's keep going. No, yeah, okay, that's yeah. only 400 So... Uh, Baskerville uh, says, Master Iklon, Master McCloud, if you'd like to follow me. Okay, Baskerville. And you will follow. Man, someone's just pumping the bass out there. I can hear it in, like... Jesus Christ. Oh my god. What is happening? I don't know. I feel like there's people invading. The gang. The gangs are running through this rough neck of the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rough neck of, uh, of Cameron Road. So, as you reach the main bridge, uh, you see out of the front view screen a large, like, intensely massive sphere in space with a with a crystal like sheen to it wow is, is that is that Some a planet s- this my masters is what is referred to as a crystal sphere okay inside here is a well usually a group of systems however the interior of a crystal sphere can range from anything defying any laws of physics he ever known. Okay. You don't know what physics are, do you? No. Isn't isn't that the stuff that makes your pop go all fizzy? Is it? Is it? Moving on. (laughs) Wait, did the fool ask that? <laughs> <laughs> so inside this crystal sphere is a particular world that, as I've scanned, is incredibly technologically underdeveloped. And I think 
that we should be able to take it for our own very easily. It's uncharted, so, you know, no need to worry about anyone trying to step in. And I'm just, I'm just sure it'll be a nice little place. Place to call home, you know? Uh, it would be good to stretch the limbs. Yes. Okay, okay, so these people, they live on this planet. Yes. And they're kind of minding their own business. Yes. So if we were to go in... Yes. And just take it, would that make us the bad guys? It really does depend on your definition of bad guys. We are making them strong. Little rabbit, this universe has no good or bad people. It just has different people willing to work in different ways to get what they need or want. Okay. And we want and need this planet, and we will work (laughs) in our way to get it. They deserve to be taught. Iklam wants to teach them. That's a noble pursuit. They will be made stronger. Doc has already lost interest in this conversation and has moved on to rooting through some different paper stacks that are lying (laughs) on the desks around. (laughs) So, uh, as you guys approach and begin to breach the Crystal Sphere, uh, Baskerville then says, So, when I see this, Masters, we've got a couple of ways of going about this. So, we could either stay at the very edge, we have our ship stay at the very edge, Send you guys over in a little shuttlecraft. Nobody will see you coming. You could just uh, d- take things at your own leisure. Or we could go super up close to the planet. And then you guys could just go in loud and proud. They'll all know you're there, obviously. However, then you could do it. it. It's really up to you. We could go super far. They won't know. Go super close. Somewhere in the middle. I wish for them to, to see me. Well, I mean, they're going to see you, no matter what. It's whether they should see the ship. Wait, how big is this ship? How are they going to see it? It's not crazy big, but it's still not small. It's it's big enough to hold over a thousand people, so... Fucking Doc's not smart enough to say this. But if you just show up and literally descend from the heavens, and people can see where you're descending from the heavens... That's definitely a bonus, like, uh, you know... Intimidation. Intimidation, where where gods worship us, blah, blah, kind of deal. Well, Doc didn't say any of that, because... (laughs) I mean, yes, but at the same time... No, no, you're kind of right, but... Hmm. Well, I don't even need the ship. Well, I mean, um, the rest of us do. You kind of need it if you want to take more than how many people? Five. Five. Uh, I don't even think I can take that with me right now. But yeah. um, you can't. You don't even have that power yet. No, I don't. Um, but with the ability of wings, uh, I can fly in the atmosphere. And with what fucking traits? Comes from the Exalt. Uh, Leviathan gives you out of this world. It just makes it so that you can move through. Uh, you can quote unquote swim through space, and you're unaffected by the vacuum. Oh, cool! Yeah. So Baskerville uh, then says, "So I did a little bit of scanning now that we're in the crystal sphere, 
And I've got a pretty good map of what everything looks like, some little details. And I'll just uh, let you look at it and make your own decision. So he brings up a map. There is three continents. One of them is very large and kind of Europe-shaped, Eurasia-shaped. And there's three main biomes there. Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where's the mushroom forest? So there is a very wooded forested area. There is a mountainous region. And there is a kind of just generic-ass region. Would you mind describing what a generic ass region is? You know, like I think it, it'd be plains, rolling it'd be plains hills and, and plains, etc. So plains then. Plains. Like plains. near own plains. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's just airplanes. A bunch of Dane cooks right running around. <laughs> oh God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's all. You can also see the. Trademark signs of civilization from the scans. The mountainous region has a set of... Has a bunch of what appear to be fortresses. There is one very large fortress farthest away from the borders, and there's another very large fortress closest to the borders between the three biomes. The wooded area has three massive cities and a bunch of smaller villages dotting the landscape. And finally, the plains have, what? what's the word? Oh, yes. Uh, a bunch, uh, a good amount of smaller castles with one very large castle in the middle. Yeah. I was intending to uh, draw a picture for you guys, but then I forgot. As That's for, fine. You can do it for next time. As for the other two continents, one of them is just pure jun- jungle. There is nothing there but jungle. And there appears to be no signs of civilization. And the final one is more of a deserted region that uh, that kind of transitions into a hilly kind of region. The deserted region has only, only two big cities, and those are the only signs of life in the deserted region. The hilly part has, a, has about four... Four, again, cities and a bunch of small, very, very small villages dotting around the area. Now tell me, this jungle, is it uh, a little damp? Maybe a little swampy? I mean, I guess. There's nothing there, but... Oh, sorry? There's nothing really there, but... No, but is it it swampy? Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty swampy. The wetlands. Mom knows where she's going. She wants that swamp. This is my swamp. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, really? <laughs> what year is it again? <laughs> I don't know. Eklam doesn't know. She's been getting fed. What's your clown's name? Or not the clown, the fool's little... Baskerville. Mm-hmm. She's been getting fed... Uh, Baskerville's been feeding fucking movies into, his, into her... Uh, into her tank, so she has no idea, and all she has is references. Oh, God, I just realized that. <laughs> Ancient Indian movies for some reason. 
Baskerville is a patron of the arts. Mm-hmm. He likes the classical movies. Wow, that is a, that is a stretch Colin Shrek a piece of art. But and the ancient P- te- the ancient ancient Theon lore. You got Shrek. You got Aladdin. You got that's it. Those are the yeah, only two. Those are the only two. Those are the only two important movies that ever came from that planet. Never, never mind, too. like, I don't know, Shawshank Redemption, or, you know. Look, that's probably a little highbrow for uh, for Baskerville. We'll see. So, what do you guys want to do? Well, invade, obviously. I mean, yes, but where would you like to start? Do we want to start on the... Do we want to start on, like, a populated place and get the big guns out of the way first, or... I would assume we should announce our, the, the fact that we're here. And that and we are here strong. To stay, and they can't fuck with us. Of course, if we were to play it more subtly, then we could take everything at our own pace. No pace except for rampage. <laughs> Fair enough. What is our pace except for extreme, fe- extreme fast? <gasps> extreme fast! I am not very good at that. I, I can move quick. That's very good. Then I think we should go extreme fast. See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Is Eklom going to be the... Uh, is Eklom the face of this group? You really don't have a face. I don't... I, she physically doesn't have a face, but like... Neither I does mean, Quinn. Or neither does the fool. Yeah. I have decent social stats. No, no, I'm talking about a literal face. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm no, sure. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know what you're saying. I'm saying what fucking. Oh, okay. Raven you're was you're actually talking on topic of what we're. Yes. <laughs> I have only my only social skills. I have decent charisma and fellowship, but my only social skills are in command, deceive, disguise, and performer. I've actually got charm, command, and deceive. Okay, so you're actually our face. Oh Unless my god. Unless Brian has very good charm or something. I've got three in charisma and two in charm. He's cute, so like there's <laughs> that. I also have a lot in intimidation for some reason. Why? That's very funny. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> Give me all your money. Uh, to which to respond to your guys' decision, Baskerville says, "Right then, masters, I'll pull us in close." And he uh, then turns to the actual pilot of the ship or the pilots of the ship and says, "Pull us in close." <laughs> To which the pilots say, alright, I guess we could have just heard that from no. the other guys, but whatever. No, they say no. They turn him down. No, they turn mm-hmm. They turn around, they leave, yeah. they yep, fly they away. Go fast, it's go a, fast. It's a mutiny. It doesn't matter where we're going, as long as we do it fast. <laughs> Slam the ship into the planet. <laughs> Nothing's faster. Go, 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 go. So, uh, yes, they begin going very, they begin traveling very close, very quickly, they begin traveling very quickly towards the planet, and by the time that they stop, your your ship is hovering like it's in the atmosphere. It's in a geosynchronous orbit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's in the atmosphere, and you can see, you can physically see the... Actually, what area are you landing over in the populated area? The mountains, the plains, or the forest? Do we want to do... Which one do we want to do first? Wipe out the populated area. 
They're the most populated, the most heavily, whichever one has the most firepower, and then say, yo, we can do this. The rest of y'all better bow, or else, finger wag. The most densely populated area is the plains. I guess let's go to the plains. Mm-hmm. Does anyone know pilot? I know the pilot. I have... There is there is someone who's willing None to pilot, pilot. your dropship for you. I was making a joke about planes again, take oh. Also, I have really? five in dexterity, so I can probably do it even without the skills. If you want Doc to. McLeod. Doc McLeod, surprisingly good at driving a car, despite <laughs> the fact he's never seen a car. Mm-hmm. All right, so can 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 I can I can I take the wheel, please? I promise I won't crash it. Who are you asking this to? Everybody. Okay. Well, then I don't. Really I'm going to fly alongside the ship, but. Hey, I don't hey, see hey, why not. Basketball. Oh, okay. The fool already said so. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pilot the ship. I I've been here the whole time. I could hear the entire conversation. You don't need to tell me this, master. Okay, but I'm gonna pilot the ship. Very good, master. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Uh, um. He's gonna hop up on the seat and he's gonna try and peek over the wheel. Uh, the um. Anybody got uh, anybody got a bit of a boost? Boost some kind of seat that would boost me up. Like a Fool. booster seat? Fool. Yes. Let him sit on your lap. No. No, I don't How think... else will he see? Baskerville, Baskerville then says... Him up. Baskerville then says, do you, do you just want me to do it? Yes. No. He will sit on your lap. Baskerville, just carry the rabbit. Baskerville, he will sit in your lap. Alright, he, he sighs. It's very clear that he wasn't planning on going on the mission with you guys. But he picks up uh, he picks up Doc, Doc McCloud, goes to the shuttle, <laughs> sits on the sits in the pilot seat and holds Doc up to the steering wheel. I'm, I'm, go, I'm gonna fly the ship. Okay, okay, and uh, what what is what does this do? He's gonna grab the wheel and pull back on it. The steering wheel. So it, well, wait, has the ship started yet? Yeah, the ship started. So you, uh, you almost smashed directly into the, uh, main ship. Okay, okay, that does that. And what happens if I push it down? And you go, Ryan, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you go down. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty, I, I can understand that. And I'm assuming this makes you go left. He's going to turn to left. It, it makes you go okay, left. Okay, I think, I think I got the hang of it. Uh, we well, drop. Where are we dropping, boys? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well now, Cam, uh, how does does this control with like a steering wheel, or does it con- like a series of cranks and levers? Or it's a steering uh, wheel. It's a steering wheel. Steering. It's just wheel. a three dimensional. It's a three dimensional steering wheel. Yes. It's a plane wheel. It's a plane control. You turn left. You turn right. You push it down to go forward. You pull it back to go up. Well, see, there's the problem. Now you need to know, figure out how to uh, pitch roll and y'all. Good thing we you have this handy tutorial. You, you do you do you can combine the two by doing the left and the pulling or the pushing. Or All the right of this and the stuff is figured pushing. out by Doc. Now are you going to the planet? <laughs> yes. Is Iklan flying alongside? Yes. 
You're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Aklom goes at her own pace. Okay, well, you guys are leaving Aklom in the dust. And uh, he's, he's going to gonna start to get the hang of it. And then once he gets the hang of it, he's going to get real bored. And he's just going to start doing fucking flips and barrel rolls and alley-oops. Roll dexterity. Well, pilot, but... Okay, that's nine, seven, seven. Uh, so that was 16, uh, 23, uh, 30. 30 total? Yes. Okay, yep, you're doing a whole bunch of crazy flips and tricks. Baskerville is not enjoying himself here. <laughs> he is definitely not happy about the whole situation. Now, are you guys going to go to one of these smaller castles, or are you going to go straight to the big one? Doc's just going to park it right in front of the biggest castle. Okay. So, you guys descend, well, the two of you descend, like the fool and Baskerville, I mean, descend at the doorway to a massive castle. It's very immaculate. Whoever, whoever built this thing is very clearly compensating for something. So... And do you just step out of the pod yourselves? Yes. Yeah. All right. So as you do, the uh, guards in front of the walls, one of them blows a loud horn, and the entirety of the uh, entirety of the guards they file along the walls like archers and everything. They are all fucking ready to go. And then they're all just kind of holding for a second. They're just kind of waiting to see what you do. And then the door kind of opens a little. And uh, a, a dude, just a regular old dude, he starts walking up to you. And then he re- reaches you, I assume by the pause. None of you are going for anything there. He then uh, says, he's very clearly a youngish man. He says... Uh, Lord Harless which is, wishes to speak to you if you would kindly follow me. Okay. Is Sorry, is, is Iqbal there or is she... Or is she there or is she taking her sweet time? Well, your speed was, is four. Your speed is four and this was a vehicle, so... Yeah, that depends e- if you guys are waiting for me. Doc was eating up a lot of time doing tricks and shit. Okay, is Doc going to wait for you? Mm, Doc's not really a waiter. Alright, in which case I'm gonna roll a Actually by the time that the uh by the time that you landed and the squire came up to you and all the guard kinda formed Iklom does arrive. So yes, Do they Iklom have is there. any reaction to Iklom specifically arriving? They have to actually. I have fear three. That is oh, true, she yes, does actually. have fear three. Because just the fool and uh, Doc being there, a rabbit and somebody in robes isn't, like, that freaky. I mean, the rabbit talking the before rabbit the one in robes. Little, we don't know if animals talk here. but yeah, That's um, fair. We don't know if we're in fucking fairy tale land. Yeah, but, like, that's not quite as freaky as giant skull tentacle beast with wings flaps down from the sky. Okay, so they ro- rolled surprisingly well. Okay. However, they did still, like, fail their fear rolls, so... Oh, they are all very, very clearly shaken. And, and stirred. Shaken and stirred. 
Uh, like the the archers on the wall are like some of them aren't even aiming at you and are just kind of like hiding. The thing that you notice here is that there's actually a surprising amount of soldiers here. Either way, do you accept their invitation? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. As you enter the uh, as you enter the city. You see even more armed soldiers. These ones have swords, spears, etc. And again, there's a surprising amount, like even relative to the main castle of a nation, there is a lot of soldiers here. And their armor seems to be cheap. (laughs) In a word, cheap. And none of them look like they are prepared for something like this. Some of them even just drop their weapons and run the fuck away at the sight of Iklong. Uh, there is some... Actually, there's a surprising sparsity of actual civilians here. You see the odd, like... You see the odd merchant every once in a while. Maybe some peasanty looking folk, but... Other than that, all soldiers. Uh, as you're going through the town, do you guys want to do anything? Uh, I want to talk to them. What would you like to say? You know, just you're just passing by conversation. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> hey, how are you? Finger. Working hard or hardly working? Am I right, Mac? <laughs> <laughs> she would say that because that's a little line in Shrek. <laughs> oh God, it is. Oh God, this is entirely the scene from Shrek. Wow, I can hear people logging off. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, we can't hear Divergent yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. We need to get live unsubscribes. <laughs> Let's not do live shows, please. No, no, not live shows. Just a live count of how many people have given up on us. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, do the, it, it could be like YouTube, because I know YouTube tracks, like, at what point people usually click off. Um, okay, so I here's, here's the thing. Our podcast doesn't get enough views for us to be allowed to use that functionality, according to <laughs> iTunes. Huh. Oof. There's literally not enough data. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, consistency-wise, that's I mean that's that's pretty good. To not just <laughs> you need a bigger data sample. At so, least they're not just willing to throw that shit out. As I was saying. Oh wait, yeah, you guys are just make, trying to make small talk with the people. Yes. Yes. Uh, the fool isn't saying anything to anybody yet. So, <laughs> like, do you do you guys uh, do you guys have horses? You actually do see it. Okay. So I call them horses, but they're actually a little different because first of all, their legs aren't fingers. Their legs actually <laughs> look like sturdy animal legs. They just, look like they weren't an evolutionary disaster. So what, they're just a draft horse? Kind of draft horsey. And also their their hooves are not hooves, they're actual like not hands. paws, but <laughs> not toes. their hands. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're just they're, they're just end in human feet. They Would end, it be worse if they ended in human hands or human feet? Hands. Definitely hands. Yeah, they're definitely hands. Hold on a second, we're gonna roll for something. <laughs> 
Now, Quinn, why, would you like to explain why feet would be worse? I want you to imagine a horse with human feet walking. <laughs> I want you, I to, want imagine. you to imagine the slaps it would make. Ooh, yes, but think about that with hands. See, the slaps are uh, the slaps are definitely a strong contender for why they'd be terrible. But at the same time, a horse with human hands also implies that they can grab things. Right. So here's what here's you what I think. And, I, and I, I have seen shut, shut up. I have seen an Eevee with human feet before. Oh fuck off! I've seen that one too. <laughs> That's because Quinn drew it. Yes. We've all seen it. Yes. No, we we don't need to bring up my Eevee with human feet, okay? <laughs> I would, I would like to me. thank you very much for uh, drawing that up for me. I know it was a weird mm-hmm. request and you did not ask any questions. <laughs> Quinn's our friend and the only one of us who can, like, really draw, so yeah. I would give you context behind that, but the, I, I feel like the, the intrigue and the mystery, uh, mystery behind it is much more entertaining. What intrigue? It's a fetish. It was not a fetish. It's not a fetish. Well, for not for me, at least. Well, you didn't want, you didn't like Edie's suckable toes? Okay, those are two words that do not belong in the same (laughs) sentence, my guy. As you guys go through the uh, courtyard, like, people are like, people aren't answering your questions. And anytime you do address them, they like, fall backwards in fear. Now, the fool could find this whole place very peculiar because first of all these people are humans what are humans mm. doing on some unknown planet in the middle of nowhere well we're like rats well and the weird thing is they're yeah. also they're also speaking common there's no reason why these people who apparently live in the middle of nowhere somehow should be speaking common and finally you arrive with again armies of weapons pointed at you you arrive at the main hall. There's two large doors. Uh, the scribe then opens the doors for you, and at the throne, you can see the king, a very, very old man who is uh, slouched back on his throne with a very concerned facial expression at you. He, however, does not react with fear, with, but instead with determination. It fills you with determination. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't you dare say fuck off. Good it's... Undertale reference, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Baskerville has been pumping movies into my tank and... Uh, He's been pumping indie video games into... I was, was going to say live streams <laughs> into the fool. The fool's going to have a heated gaming moment in a minute. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, the king... Sees you, he straightens up in his chair. He, he again, he look. He's putting on a determined face, but you can see the worry just etched across his face. And he says, "What are you people?" Well, I'm a Lunarian, and uh, this 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 cloaked guy over here, I think he said was a fool. And then this guy over here, the, the big the big woman, she's uh, she's an Ikon. Where did you come from? Space. We come from the stars. And uh, he uh, then, for his last question, he leans forward and focuses focuses in and says, Why have you come here? Uh, to teach. To teach. I don't know. She's kind of the teacher. We, why, why would we... I wasn't really paying attention to the conversation, uh, the fool. Um, what was the plan? Iklom here has come to bless your people with the knowledge that she contains. We are but her humble compatriots, here to 
assist you in your learning and she in her teaching. The king ponders this and says, I see. Could you give me an example of these teachings? Oh, oh, yes, I can. Um, and Eklalm is going to, um, she's gonna, she's gonna stop hovering. She's going to move in her, I suppose, natural state. She's going to, with a wet slap of the, of her tentacles on the ground, she's going to carry herself, uh, with her arms towards the king and get, get really close. As you do, uh, some of the guards, like, position themselves to be, uh, blocking, but the king says... Like, he puts his, up his arm, and they stop. Um, all, all she's gonna do, she's going to get, like, really, really up close, nearly touching their face, and she's going to whisper to him, I am going to teach you how to be strong. He does not have a response to this for a good uh, deal I, of time. Uh, I just want to say he is within my, sh- uh, within my wake, um, which increases his, um... Disposition by two. Disposition by, uh, yes, equal to my shoal. Yes. He says something that surprises you. He says, after taking a second to kind of like close his eyes and shake his head a little, he says, I believe we have no need for your teachings. And he's very clearly like, his, his voice is shaky. He's struggling to hold his composure. Please, we will, we will have a answer for you soon, but for now we must consider your offer. Think quickly. The offer does not stand for very long. Don't got any horses. (laughs) (laughs) My friend wishes for horses. I would really like to see a horse. Very well, you may have a horse. I just just wanted to see one. He is too small. He is too small to ride your horses. Well, hold up just a minute there, miss. <laughs> I'm big enough to pilot a ship. I think I'm big enough to ride a horse. I will get Baskerville. Baskerville. Yep. We require your lap. No, no, I, I don't need to sit in Baskerville's lap. I, I can I can ride a horse. Yeah, he doesn't need to sit in my lap. He can ride a horse. If he cannot ride a horse, he will sit in your lap. I can ride a horse, Siklom. Just, just watch me. Have we got any see. horses? At this ridiculousness, the uh, king looks shocked, absolutely dismayed at what's happening in front of him. We're going to go and get that horse. We're going to go and get the horse then? All right, so you're just leaving? Yeah, Yeah. he said he'd have an answer soon, so I mean... As you guys leave, you find a person waiting out front with a horse. As he, uh, as he like, kind of, like, puts the horse in front of you guys and sees you approaching, he backs away from it. Everybody's watching what happens to this poor horse in... Just anticipation. I've, I've never seen a horse in real life. It's it's a horse. It's a horse. Would you like, and he's, would he's, you like me to put you in the saddle? No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm gonna go say hi first, and then uh, he's kind of gonna. Doc's gonna walk up kind of slowly and extend his extend his little paw, and reach out and try and pet the snow. Be careful! You're in the nip zone. Anybody got in the, anybody got in the sugar cubes? The horse kind of like sn- sniffs your hand. I'm gonna pet pet the nose a little bit. No, no, you you go a little too fast, and you know you kind of like backs away a little. I'll, I'll slow down and try again. All right, so you know, yeah. twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. That is a t- that is a two. You get kicked in the head by the horse and die. <laughs> the horse does let you pet him. I, I pet a horse. I ask you, I, I pet a horse. 
Baskerville isn't there, by the way. He's still in the ship. Oh, okay. What? I thought he came with us. Oh no, he's staying. The sh- he's not leaving that fucking ship. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and hop up and run and get into the saddle. It's okay, little horse. I'm just gonna do a big jump. Okay. A real big fucking jump in the saddle. Roll acrobatics. Cool. 32. 32? Just a second, I need to release the boy. That's a weird way of saying you need to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, the horse actually allows you to jump onto his back. And seems to be exceedingly comfortable with having you there. You have now made a new friend. Yeah. And I'm gonna try and I'm gonna take him around for some walks and trots, and the such. All right, I'm riding you... a horse. So, 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 someone get a photo. I, I want a picture. The fool is the only one who would have like a camera, even conceivably. Master the fo- master the fool, please. But that's up to Quinn whether they actually have him. Can you take a photo? He takes a photo. Yeah. Okay. They take a photo, sorry. Yeah, they take a photo. Thank they, you. They just, hold, they just hold it up and they go, cheese. <laughs> Thank you. As you're riding around, having a blast of a time. Yes. Everybody is look again, they're just staring at this scene with awe. And... They don't seem to be as scared of you anymore. And that's uh, that's just a little bit there. Uh, what's up? What do you guys want to do now? How long has it been since we talked to the king? Minutes. Jeez. Time's up, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Kick the door down. Mm-hmm. How long are you going to give them to give you an answer? Until the sun drops. While you guys wait, you could look at some other stuff. Should we travel to another part of the planet, see if any other nations are more... Accepting? I was gonna say, let's go to the market. To the market? Okay. Oh, you guys let's are just... see how. Let's see what these people do in their mundane lives. So you guys are just staying in the city? Do we want to, or do we want to? Because that, that that is an option, but we could totally fuck off. There are two other continents. Mm-hmm. And even then, there's a bunch of other castles in this city. And there's you mean you mean in this like province, or do you mean like in the city? Sorry, sorry. In the co- continent you're on. There's three separate, what appear to be, kingdoms. Major, yeah, major holds. Yeah, and in those, and you're in one of those holds, or kingdoms, and in that kingdom, there's multiple castles. You're just at the biggest one right now, but there is others. Okay, um, do we want, oh wait, did we want to go to that one in the mountain? Yeah, why not? Alright, well, uh, let's, uh, let's tell the king about his deadline. And mm-hmm. that we are leaving and we'll be back for his answer. Okay. Now, there's two major important places in the mountainous region. There is the one There's the one that is closest to the borders between all three kingdoms. And then there's the one that's farthest away. They're both... From the satellite, you can tell that these are both very clearly military fortresses. I say go to maybe the one in the... At the border? One at the border? You could tell oh. him that the other nation has agreed. They haven't agreed to shit. Actually, I, mean, I think the fool kind of wants to talk to Eklom a little bit. Because Eklom 
you know, whatever they decide is not really their decision. It mostly just gives you an idea of how they're going to react when you start teaching them. It is his brood. I do not wish to overstep until it is necessary. But when is it necessary? When he says he does not want my teachings. Then I think we're on the same page here. Don't let him tell you you can't teach. I go where I am needed. (laughs) So just to clarify, you guys are going to the uh, mountain fortress closest to the border? border? Yep. Yep. Are you going to drop directly into the fortress or outside of it? Ooh, that'd be a fucking ballsy move of just jumping right in. We should jump right in. We should jump right in. (laughs) Alright. As you do, you as you get closer in your ship, you see the fortress is in a rough state. The walls are they are they look like they've gone through some damage. The buildings in the surrounding area, some are smashed in, some are on fire. As you approach, you do see some... currently on fire? In the process of being put out on fire. Okay. Yes. As you approach... In the process of being lit up. (laughs) (laughs) As you approach, you do see some people who uh, are noticing your approach and are kind of like signaling to everyone to get ready. You land your little shuttlecraft in the middle of the city, or in the fortress, or I'm choosing to believe that it's like inside the walls, but only just inside Mm -hmm. the walls. Yeah. And as you step out, you see the people of this place. They are, they almost resemble humans, however they're much shorter. The fool recognizes these people as dwarves, or as the rest of the galaxy knows them, squats. Ah. Eklom, are you aware of uh, the dwarven people? I don't actually know what races she would have met on her uh, original bout of conquest. Potentially? Potentially, yes. It it didn't matter. She she wasn't exactly in the business of talking to them back then. And also differentiating between hominids. And all, yes, they were, they were bipeds that were not kythen. At the time, she didn't need to care. These these people all look like children. Are they are these the same people as uh, as uh, Dick Star Speed? You do notice that these people are all heavily bearded and wearing armor. Okay, I, I'm just he's, letting you know. They've got fur. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. These are dwarves, young doc. They are. Well, they're good people. They're stubborn people and known to be good with things like craftsmanship and electronics. And also not known to be in the weird forgotten planets in the middle of bumfuck nowhere wearing armor or and like living in medieval societies. Again, squats are an intergalactic race. What the fuck are they doing here? That's a, that's a weird voice change you just did there, Mr. The Fool. That was the that was God talking. Well, I mean, <laughs> Master Fool was talking, and then all of a sudden the voice just changed. And I was filling in on the information that the Fool would know, but doesn't have on hand right now. I'm just he saying, that was gods. a weird voice. I'm not sure why I was still arguing in this voice, Master the Fool. You can switch back whenever you feel like. Shut up. It's, it's really unsettling. <laughs> Ugh. 
Okay, so they're an intergalactic rice and rice, intergalactic rice, rice. intergalactic rice, and uh, I feel like God's really trying to hint that this is a weird planet, but I don't know any other planets other than my own. So I'm only talking to the fool right now, Ryan. <laughs> you two don't matter in this conversation. You really got to stop changing your voice like that. It's starting to scare me, fool. Look, I choose not to judge where races live on their planets. I'm... Let's be real. This place is fucking weird. <laughs> it's fine. They're dwarves, Doc. They're a good people. They're a smart people. And hopefully they're, um... Well, they're smart enough to save their own hide. Let's go talk to them. So as you step out of the pod, you see the dwarves surrounding your pod. The first thing you notice is that their armor is... Well, I don't know anybody who'd have an eye for craftsmanship, so I'm just going to say that, hey, they look it's pretty good-looking armor, except for it's incredibly beat up. A lot of them have very weary faces, and uh, they are holding... They are pointing at you very, very primitive guns, like arquebuses. These, pe- these people have guns. Hey, hey guys, you got guns? Look at look at my guns. He's going to take them out. He's going to go pew, 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 pew. They, more like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like Yosemite like Sam. Like in the air? Like Yosemite Sam, yeah. Oh, God. He's not shooting people. Is he shooting the gun into the air? Yes. Oh, God. In which case, they all start kind of like... Uh, they note they notice that you're not shooting at them, but they are still scared, so they start backing off a little. Oh yeah, also roll fear three. Oh yes, of course. What do you have to beat with fear three? Uh, I believe fear three gives a plus. I think they have to beat two raises on their target number of I don't remember. 15? I think it's is it twenty? Was it fifteen or twenty? I think it's fifteen. It's fifteen. Okay, so then twenty five. So they have to be twenty five. In which case, actually, they succeed. Good for them. They are, they are a willful people. However, in fact, uh, reaction of, of Doc shooting guns into the air, the initial fear reaction is quickly uh, replaced with a determination as they start Throw, aiming their guns. Oh, God damn it! However, as they are, uh, you hear a voice from the back saying, for the love of God, everyone, put your guns down. You're going to get us all killed. And uh, the dwarves uh, hear the voice and kind of lower their guns. As you... That man seems important. We should speak to him. Yes. So are you going to go up to the man? Yes. Mm-hmm. As you do, you get a better look at the camp from inside. And yes, it's more of what I've described. It's all very clearly heavily beaten up. There's people walking around. There's people like being carried away on stretchers as we speak. And it looks like these guys have just gone through hell. Uh, Doc's gonna. I'm gonna take a guess, and I think these guys might be on the tail end of a pretty big battle. I'm not sure if anyone else noticed it, but I figured I'd probably say it because no one else was saying it, you know? Your observation skills, Doc, I must say, are impeccable. Please tell me anything else that you see of interest. Okay, well that guy over there, he's only got one leg, and the guy next to him, he's got no legs, Lieutenant Dan, and... (laughs) (laughs) Did Baskerville pump movies into your tank too? Am I the only one that didn't get cool things 
I never made it into the tank. I, I said most of my movies was the Cowboys, but for some reason, my mom snuck <laughs> in this one really weird one. I didn't understand it much. She said, I, I'm sure you can relate to the main character. I didn't get it. He just seemed real <laughs> dumb. Something about you know, chocolates, I feel... but I don't know. I feel bad for you. Ah, I'm don't not sure you... why you'd feel bad. I, I had a I mean... pretty good life. You know, I always had a roof over my head and a meal. At least one meal a day. Sometimes if I was real good, it was two. You make me sad. Anyways. That's, that's, that's more or less all I... Oh, that building's on fire. They haven't got to that one yet. Um, I'm not sure Fool, if it's his... pro- probably not important if they haven't got to it yet. Fool, his broodmother was terrible. I know, Iglob, but we just have to... We have to do what we can for him now. As you guys... What's uh, happening <laughs> over here? And he's going to scamper off. As he's you, our boy now, Iklom, and we, we've adopted, we've adopted yes. this sad rabbit child. Yes, and now is, we have to take care of him. He is important. He is one of my brood now. I must say, it is that I have never really liked other beings in general. I find them a bit tedious and generally just but, difficult but to I'm deal with. But now I'm sad and want to protect this one. But this small rabbit vexes me. Both both vexes and haunts me. This small rabbit, I must say, I find him entertaining, and in my heart I don't want him to have bad things happen to him. I don't know what this is. I need to talk to Baskerville later. Me and the clown need to have a good talk, because I don't know (laughs) what is going on. (laughs) As you uh, reach the uh, place where the man who was shouting at you in a very bad Scottish accent... (laughs) He, uh, he beckons you into a command hut. And... Okay. So, here's the difference between the, uh, the human kingdom and this one. These guys seem nervous about you, but not exactly terrified of you as the humans were. Uh, as you enter the command tent, uh, the... Dwarf says, So, who do I have the pleasure of here? Oh, uh, this is, this is my friend, uh, Iklom. She's a big one. And over here, that's, uh, that's the fool. Uh, they, they don't really have, uh, have, uh, uh, I'm not sure what gender pronouns. So we just call them the fool. And that seems to work well enough. And my name is Dr. Claire. Well, it's a pleasure to have you accompany. Uh, what exactly are you doing here? He turned Russian. Okay. This is just how he oh, talks now. Is it it's lots of accents, Larry? It's lots of accents, it's lots, Larry. Lots of accents, Larry. He's back. My name is Larry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, according to my friend here, the Master the Fool, apparently you guys are big like space-faring people, so... Why are you in the middle of this nowhere planet? I... I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well... My father lived here, his father before him lived here, and his father before him also lived here. 
What about the father before him? We don't talk about him. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> Black sheep in the family, I understand that. Like your Uncle Roger. No, I was talking about me. Uncle Roger's amazing. I love Uncle Roger. I'll get yes. it right one day. Yes, we all love Uncle Roger, don't we? Roger Rabbit, yes. Roger Rabbit, oh my god. You guys should meet Uncle Roger. Now that I think about it, I think he might have been a special like me, but, you know. Shit, now I've got to think of a character for Roger. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. So, uh, Larry, that's his name now. Lots of accents, Larry. Says, so what brings you to the kingdom of Yol? Uh, Yol. Um, <laughs> Yol. Iklam, I think. I think he's asked. This is. I still don't know what you want to do. I wish to teach. You wish to teach? Well, education is a very admirable goal, I, I'm sure. Okay, uh. That depends what you're trying to educate, though, because uh, you guys don't exactly seem like the arts and crafts type. Oh, you know, basic, uh, basic arithmetic. Um, we we go around teaching uh, the good word of Jesus Christ. Background <laughs> um, praise be upon him. I teach how to be strong. And I don't like your assumptions on who does arts and crafts here. Oh God! I do many arts and crafts. The for food, the record, you can. The cannot... food is very artistic. I love my arts and crafts. Wow! Well, don't talk shit about my interests. All right, all right. Uh, the fool says arts and crafts are cool. Hey, I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes here. Okay, okay. We can we can get to that later. But what what's happening? Why are you people uh... on fire? Also on fire. You get you get extra resilience for being on fire. I heard I heard of a guy that <laughs> might get that, but I don't know. I hear a lot of things. Uh, so you are unfamiliar with, uh, with this region? Uh, ah, you must come from the other continent then, huh? Uh, we, we come from space. Hold on a second, I need a second to process that. We come from up there, the sky. We, 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 Processed. <laughs> okay, so you guys aren't from the planet. Yes. I like that you're, I like that you're aware that it's a planet. Well, I mean, I know that we're in a sphere that uh, shoots through space. That is some well, advanced has, knowledge oh, you, you got there. I don't know how you got there. Well, it, uh, oh, that knowledge, uh, that's just uh, from the Thrykreen to the continent to the east. They know all sorts of sciencey stuff like that. They're the people I want to talk to next. They're the mantis people that live on the live in the swamp. Doc McCloud's kind of going to hop over to the wizard and he's going to kind of like touch his robes and tug on him a little bit. Yes, little one. What's a thirkeen? They are a insect-like people. They are known for the, throughout the galaxy for natural psychic abilities and a strange ant-like culture. Okay, then I'm going to say to uh, to Doc McCloud, do you know what an, what an insect is, my boy? Uh, yes, yes. Well, yeah, I had I had a farm of ants that I kind of collected. They came from the windowsill, and they were they were good friends. They didn't really talk much. Then you will be fully familiar with the thirkeen. They are like your ants, except they move things with their brains and they're tall. And they talk to you, and but they they behave like your ants. You may actually be an asset in this. In that case. 
Oh, okay. Anyways. Yep, yep, you're doing fine, don't worry. You got to ride a horse, you're good. So, knowledge to be strong, huh? If you choose to, um, accept it. Well, I should tell you a bit about who we are here, I suppose. We are the Shield of Yol. Our kingdom, Yol, is currently at uh, war with the the humans to the east and the elves to the north. Um, question? Yes. Um, what's an elf? They are like people, but tall with pointy ears. So... Okay. They're fancy. Oh, okay, okay. They're tall, they're tall, and they got pointy ears. Okay. And our our fortress serves as the first line of defense. Nobody gets into this continent without going through the shield of Yo, and all are broken upon it. Yeah, we did not get broken, in fact. Well, you know, you're not going through it. You're just visiting. For now. Well, now. that's an that's an interesting uh, name for what we're doing here, but okay. Uh, so what what are you guys fighting over? What what's what's worth protecting? The humans to the east in the kingdom of Caldaria are expansionist to say the least. They they want more land. We have land, so they're trying to take our land. The elves, well, they're a mysterious lot. I'm not sure entirely what they want from us. Probably our resources, knowing them. However, they, uh, they're known to pack a little bit more of a punch sometimes. They're the ones who just attacked us right now, and uh, as you can see, we're still kind of recovering. You war with these people without knowing what they want? We defend our king, and Who's we defend him proud. Who's your king? Our king is Old King Yolom. Wait, again? Wait, again? Again? Yeah. Yolum, from our Black Crusade campaign? Yes, I took Yolum. Because I oh, needed oh. a name. <laughs> well, see, see, I heard Old King Yolum, and then my first thought was Skyrim. And then my second thought was, no, Bloodborne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, you wouldn't be that far off if you... Old King Yolum sounds very much like a like a Dark Souls is, is boss. Is Yolum not the place that you're in in Bloodborne? Uh, that's Yarnum. something else that... Yarnum. Yarnum. That's Yarnum, yeah. Yolum, 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 Take her to Yolum. Take me to your leader. Oh, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to do that. If I just let someone like walk up to King Yolum, you you guys look pretty dangerous. Uh, is he, he in is the big castle? Here? I assume he's in the big castle behind us. He is us? not here. He is you? not here. I see. He is a coward. Good, Iqlum. He yes, is he not is. a coward. King Yolum uh, is the why backbone. is he not fighting? Why is he not fighting with his brood? Because he is the backbone of our people. Without him, we would crumble and fall. He is a weak backbone. He is a strong king. And I will not have him be disrespected in my fortress. 
Then I will disrespect him outside of your fortress. Please, we will go outside the walls. Uh, he 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 went from being very like friendly to now he has just fire in his eyes. Okay, well, um, let's let's not insult our host for the time being. Uh, I am not, not insulting all... his host. How I am insult. Insu- I am not insulting the host. I am insulting the brood mother that has left. How can we insult the host when he does not even arrive to greet us? Well, I mean, we kind of dropped in unexpected, and I think am I? I, th- I think. Uh, sorry, what was your name again? Larry is right, and I don't know. Maybe we should meet this guy before we pass judgment. I think that his absence here will certainly be noted. Don't you think, Aklam? It has already been noted. As you guys are talking about this, a person comes into the command tent and says, Douglas. Jerry. Please just Google, like, baby name generator and just... Just go from that. Someone uh, shows up and says, Lord Larry, I have terrible news. Living like Larry. <laughs> Living like Larry. Lord Larry, I have terrible news for you. <laughs> terrible. Terrible to say the least. There is a platoon of humans. A, a, an army of them coming to our fortress. What's the deal? What is the What's deal the deal with these humans? <laughs> they've, come to, uh, they've come to lay waste to our people. And... Their army is massive. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we can hold any longer. So. Uh, Now you're stepping into Yogi Bear territory. Uh, Well, if you guys want to talk to the king, uh, I'll be right back. Uh, Larry then pretty much just walks right past Iklom and the fool. Are you leaving too? Uh, I guess. Okay. So well, I was, was going yeah, to talk to What's-His-Nuts that was just speaking. Oh. What, where, where are all these humans? So as... Uh, are you talking to Larry or the guy who was talking to Larry? The guy that was talking to Larry. They're coming from the east <laughs> and in a large, large formation. Okay, uh... And you're assuming they're here to try and break the shield. That's a reasonable assumption. Okay, okay. I, I think I think I'm starting to understand this whole situation. Uh, Larry He's then getting it. stomps out of the command tent and starts barking orders to everyone, telling them, "All right, it's time to get back on your feet. Showtime! Man, the you know blister and." catapults, etc. And the people go from being like weary and like nursing injuries and you know, putting out fires and they immediately, every single one of them picks up a weapon and they all return to the wall. Even the ones that are like currently some of them have missing limbs, etc. But they man the wall regardless. So while, while they're doing this I'm going to... Is there is there a way I can just, like, run out past the wall? Easily. Okay, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to... Ryan, you can move in 85 meters in six seconds. Yes, you can do that. 
and then I'm gonna scoot scoot my ass down. Um, scoot my ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty much run towards the approaching army. Oh shit! Just kind of zip 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 zip. Iguam, what is our boy doing? His best. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> howdy. How how are y'all? I can't catch him to stop him. I don't want... Uh, we'll see where this goes. I may have one less boy after this moment. <laughs> so, uh, as you approach them, they say, Creature, what are you doing in these parts? Howdy. My my name is Doc McCloud, and I heard, I heard y'all was from the human kingdom in the east, and you were here to what? We are here to take the shield of Yule and claim our destiny. Okay, but why? It is the commands of our lord. Can, 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 I, can I talk to him? He is at his castle now. So he's, he's, he's not here with you? No. He just, he just pointed you in a direction and said, Hey, go, go get the shield. I'm totally convinced you guys can do it. I mean, you guys look pretty special. You probably could, considering they just kind of got screwed. They got, they got hit pretty hard by the elves, but, you know. So that's not really a fair advantage. What I was saying is, I lost my train of thought. Now, uh, as you're doing this, <laughs> do you mind if we uh, pop back to the other two for a second? Go ahead. Okay, so as, uh, as Larry is watching his fucking ruined men prepare for another defense, he reluctantly set, turns to you and says... <laughs> Whatever that noise was. <laughs> he reluctantly turns to you and says, I suppose you expect me to beg for your assistance? I do not. We will not assist. If unless you need it. Look. Our men are broken and dying. This is the last stronghold to protect our entire people. If we fail, they might harm our great King Yolam. And all that we have fought for will be for nothing. My men will never surrender, no matter the odds. However, I do not want them to die in vain. So, if you can lend us any assistance, I will see to arranging a meeting between you and our King Yolam. Can you guarantee your compliance with Iqlom? I will guarantee that if you make an arrangement with our king, I will honor it. That's I not quite the answer I was looking for. What about it you? was the answer I was looking for. You will move your young into the castle. Very well. Uh, he then... Uh, commands his uh, men to move deeper into the castle. Now, mind you, you do have troops on your ship that do have access to las guns and can be ferried down. Uh, yeah. Uh, ho however, uh, Iklom has one, uh, one thing she needs from those guys with las guns. Yeah. Pick up a fucking sword. A sword? Yeah. Okay. Unless they made that last gun with their own goddamn two hands. 
So the men over the phone go from being like, oh, yeah, this is going to be easy. They've all, they've all got swords and shields and shit, and we've got guns. This is going to take, like, five minutes flat to, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> none of these people are exactly trained soldiers. Unfortunate. There isn't actually any swords on the ship. However, there is arms in the dwarven camp. All right, I, uh, then they can use those. Because I why the fuck would you now. have swords on your spaceship? Oh. They'll have to do for now. They're not Kaithen, so and they don't they don't have natural built claws or anything. So you know they'll do for now. All right, so the men start getting dropped down. Uh, as they arrive on the planet, they all just kind of pilfer some dwarven arms and armor. The armor doesn't really fit them that well, being made for dwarves. And the weapons, are they are ill-suited to using. However, they, they have confidence. And then, back to, uh, back to Ryan. Anyway, so that was Cousin Terry, but... <laughs> <laughs> the point of what I was asking was, uh, so y- your lord, he just, he just sent you out here and said, oh, you gotta... You gotta take the shield, but he didn't. He didn't tell you why, other than do it. Well, he did tell us what. What was this guy's? He did tell us why. Okay. It was to take the land of the dwarfs for our own, so that our people may grow and prosper. What? It looks like you guys are pretty big already. But we could be bigger, larger, <laughs> <laughs> longer. <laughs> Gethia. <laughs> Vania. Uh, okay. And also, a little tidbit, is that it also might help our, our own lord grow a little bit in influence. You know, all that dwarven arm and arms and armor, you know, we could use that. And then who knows, maybe if the king might want to retire someday, we can okay. convince okay. him to take an early retirement. Okay, 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 okay. So, okay, but why are the dwarves less worthy of the land they're sitting on? Oh, they're plenty worthy of the land they're sitting on. We're just going to take it. It's not a a question of who's more worthy. It's just who can take it. I'm learning a lot today. Um, Is there, like, any... Do these people have any, like, powder kegs for the cannons or shit lying around? Surprisingly, no. They have no, like... They don't even have, like, catapults or anything. They're going all on sword, board, and arrows. So, your great idea was to try try and take the shield with nothing but pointy sticks? The dwarves might have a technological advantage over us. But I'm confident that after their fight with the elves, we should be able to easily take them with our... Weapons. Hmm. Hmm. Can can I can I throw you guys a curveball? Yes. Bang! Oh fuck! <laughs> 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 All right, roll damage. Does, does this Not count even as rolling a to hit. Uh, no. This is the guy you're talking to, so he takes damage. Okay. Okay, so I have to roll the hit first. Yeah. 
35. 35 total? Yes. Uh, 20, 29 damage total. So the bullet buries itself into his armor and he kind of like stumbles backwards and says, Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Meanwhile, his uh, men who have at this point kind of been underestimating you, so they hadn't really had their swords out, they're all stumbling to get their weapons out. Uh, Brawl initiative, I guess. Now might be a good time to fall back to the castle, Ryan. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Okay, so after the first shot, what's going to happen is he's going to immediately run in between the feet of the army and just start ripping around in there, popping off shots. By the way, it is a large army. Okay. Over a hundred people. Okay. Isn't that terrifying? A large army of minions. They're all <laughs> screaming about bananas and stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Shit. Quim. God damn it. Fuck. Why? Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Kale's uh, sitting at a house right now, and they have framed minion memes on the wall. Framed? Yeah. Oh, that, it's that like is... one of those collage frames with like a bunch of pictures in it. Well, oh, so, God. So people are going to hear the commotion, and then they'll come join, or something will happen. I don't know. You're a good distance away from the castle, man. Okay. Uh, 46 total. Okay, six raises. So, yes, you kill seven of them. Okay. There is still an army of them left, though. I'm going to have to figure out another way to do this, because as it stands, they rolled a 144 to hit you. Oh, as minions. Shit. And I don't think I want to kill off your character right now. <laughs> Come on, second episode. Kill him off. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have zero points. I'm going to retcon that. And instead of diving into the center of the crowd, like a fucking moron, he's, he's, he's going to rip back. Okay, so he's what, running backwards and shooting? He's running backwards and shooting. Are right, we just going to undo that entire thing because it was bad for you? Yes. Is that is that? Is I that don't one think of that's things? how this works, Ryan. Yes. Is that how that works? I will that's not how this works, Ryan. To make I a good thing that's happen. One. That's not a good thing happening, Ryan. That's reversing. Well, time. I'm spending a hero point to make a good thing happen. Is that is that an option, Ryan? I don't think that's how yeah, this works, Ryan. Yeah, because there's a few times. Does anybody anybody want to spend a hero point to make a good thing happen? Yeah, well, there's a difference between making a good thing happen and retroactively going okay. back in time. All right, fine. Time. Then I am in the midst of the crowd. I am spending a hero point to make a good thing happen. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'll roll the dodge. Ryan, I don't know what to tell you here. You kind of put yourself in this situation. I know. I know. This will be the moment his exaltation comes into play, I guess. Yeah. He sees like a bunch of people fucking coming down with their fists. And uh, you said he can spend up to your level? Yes. Okay, so he's going to dig deep into a pool of resource that he didn't know he had. He's going to spend two, so he's going to keep two extra die. And run really fast. So 77 is a static defense. Going to be honest, that actually reduced the damage by a lot. You're only taking about uh, 52 damage. I'm burning (laughs) zero point. (laughs) Oh, awesome! (laughs) I think that's enough to kill a clone. Oops. Hey, no, that, was, that was totally my fault. Uh, well, he, he was young and stupid. So, yeah, definitely lesson learned. So if it wasn't for hero points, this guy would be missed. Oh, so three. So his resilience is three. Session two is... <laughs> session two, he's level two. That means he can take on an army, right? Oh, yeah. Well, he learned his lesson. Yeah. So, actually, you, you burned a hero point, correct? Uh, I would have to, yes. So, 
as you rush into the group, you uh, you you do some flippy shit and you uh, kill about six of them. However, then they all start paying attention to you, and the first sword falls, and it strikes you, and then you kind of realize something. I made I made a mistake. You realize that you can die, and just as, as that happens. Your instincts go mad. This is the first time you've ever been in any, like, real danger. You've lived in a tiny padded room for a long time, watching cowboy movies, and the first actual combat, or the first actual times of combat experience you had were robbing a bank. Yes. Which didn't really have a whole bunch to do with, well, I mean, maybe it did, but... And and shooting some... Guys shooting some guys in a hallway. This is the first time you've ever felt threatened. And, uh, and, some, and, and then something strange happens to you. Little sparks start to appear around you as the reality of your situation comes to fruition. You know you need to do one thing. You need to run. I need to go fast. You need to go <laughs> fast. Eighth. So, uh, Iklam and the Fool, you are sitting in the fortress... When you hear a thunderous boom come from the east, and sure enough, you see the, he's, the front he's, doors he's, burst he's, open. So he's fucking running. Yeah. So he's going, he's going, he's gonna miss the door, and then he's 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 gonna hit the wall. And instead of like bouncing off, he's he's just gonna flip up, and he's just gonna start running up the side of that fucking wall. And he's gonna launch himself over. And he's kind of like gonna flail his arm. Ah! <laughs> Yes, and, he, and he's gonna land, tuck and roll, and run into the command tent. <laughs> I made a mistake, and that is how we end the session. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another exhilarating, dangerous <laughs> episode. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't get the O'Dam cast to burn any hero points, but we're in episode two, and someone's already had to burn one in this. <laughs> it's because you guys have the feelings of immortality from the uh, O'Dam cast, so coming into here, you... Oh, shit, I'm not actually invulnerable. Oh, yeah, I was just banking on the fact they wouldn't be able to hit me, but I forgot how minions rules worked. Yeah. I didn't realize it was one big-ass fucking minion squad. I also forgot how minion <laughs> rules worked until I was looking it up, and it's like, oh, no. I thought it was just be a bunch of little ones, but it was one big one. And, and then why. a rabbit got stabbed by a hundred swords. So and, like, then, and then he ran. I was, like, figuring out the dice I needed to roll. It's like, okay, so you take the threat rating, and that's how many you keep. So that's what you start with. And then, and, and then what did you add to it again? Uh, oh, oh, you add the you add the size of the minion squad. Oh no! <laughs> and that roll that I rolled was a thirty-four on a ten a ten keep ten, so not a good roll either. It's just that you, know? you added a hundred and ten to the total. <laughs> Jesus! Also, I did. I accidentally rolled a 69 keep 3 instead of 96 keep 3. So, wow, this has been a fucking exhilarating up. I didn't expect it to turn out like this, I tell you what. Well, that's what happens when a single player tries to take on an entire army at level 2. Look, Doc has watched a lot of westerns. His favorite was apparently a shootout at the OK Corral, except he never finished watching it. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have 
many social media, many fine social medias. Many fine social, fine social media many platforms. Social medias. So uh, we have a Twitter at Odamcast. If you want to like publicly get a hold of us, that's probably your best bet. You know, it's just tweet at us. We have an email at of dice and uh, no no at it's of dice and mencast at gmail.com my personal email address what was that Cameron of dice and mencast at gmail.com not odamcast I just want to make sure that's very if you send an email to some guy named odamcast it's not gonna reach us so of dice and mencast at gmail.com We also have a Tumblr also at Odamcast You can uh, find some of Quinn's artwork there It's really good It's, re- it's real good, real prime You can see uh, you can see thick Tony Stark You can see uh, that's, that's my favorite That's the only one I remember Oh, you can see uh, art of our, uh, of our newest characters Yes, that's uh, actually a very Good thing to point out that there's even art of Iklom and Doc McCloud up there currently. And there will be a one of the episodes of The Fool, actually probably by the time this episode goes up, um, there will be one of The Fool on there. That's cool. The Cool. The Cool. The Cool. He makes some rad puppets do kickflips. We also have a YouTube account. We Okay, we haven't uploaded anything to it. I thought we did upload this. Well, no, no, no. So we do have the proto-episodes of the podcast that would become the Odamcast. And, that, and that, that's that's where you will meet lots of accents, Larry. Lots of accents, Larry, who is a character that's from that. Yeah. So that joke will make a lot more sense once you've... Oh, God, if, nobody got that joke. If you decide to... Yes. Holy shit, nobody got that joke. It was for our entertainment. As long as we're having fun, everyone else is having fun, right? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like- Divergent. Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Give me all your teeth. Oh, right. You're so close. Until next time. Oh, wait, no. We gotta do the number. Who are you, Cameron? I am your Game Master, Cameron. I am your first player, Raiden. I'm your second I'm player, Ryan. I'm so... I got confused. <laughs> Each of the... You, you gotta be a faster draw than that, Quinn. I'm the third player for now, Quinn. <laughs> Soon to be first player. I'm the <laughs> fuck she is. But we live together, so I can off you at any time. <laughs> she knows where you sleep. Yeah, and she's physically weaker than me. But she knows That's where not... you sleep. It you doesn't know, matter how weak you are if you sleep. You're physically weaker than a knife. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> this has been the Maddo cast. Until next time. Give me your fucking teeth. Give me your give teeth. Me your god, teeth. For the love of God, give me your teeth. Give me your teeth. Your money or your teeth. You're not using them. Just give them to me. Come on. What do you need teeth they're for? They're just sitting. They're just sitting there inside your mouth. Ripe and suckable. Give them to me. Ready to be taken. Ripe for the picking. Ripe for the picking. Your, gum, your gums are barely holding them in. The, the, the harvest has been bountiful this year. Hey, uh, did I tell you guys that my mom brushes her teeth with volcanic volcanic ash no but wow. that sounds like something she would do that makes uh, sense I, a lot of people do that now to, to like whiten their teeth that's dumb well i mean apparently the dentist she goes to say says that she has the healthiest gums he's ever seen 
Huh. That's a. And is that it seems due to weird. the volcanic ash? I guess. I mean, she's saying it's because of the volcanic ash. I don't want to believe her because that would mean that I also believe that the volcanic ash is helping her teeth. And that's just a very scary thought. Because if she's right about that, what else is she right about? And that's she's, the real terror. She says some pretty crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh, uh, okay. I guess this is the monkeys and dinosaur orangutans. Good try, Ryan. Good try. Oh, she shit. Really got it. The episode's still going, huh? All right. Give, give, goodbye, everybody. Give me your teeth. Give me your teeth. Give me your teeth. Give me your teeth. Bye. Me, bye. 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 bye.